Next up on WealthWorks Radio, there are many reasons why people forego working with a financial professional. Today, we're going to break down 10 of the most common reasons folks resist professional help when building their financial plans and explain exactly how a financial advisor is able to help. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney, Joseph Lanza, and consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, uh, of course, uh, with Retirement Wealth, Joseph uh, is uh, a fiduciary and independent. Uh, Eric is president of Retirement Wealth uh, and so much more. Uh, again, fiduciary firm, uh, all of the good things that we want in an advisor. Hi, guys. How are you? Good morning, Steve. How are you? Very good. Steve, good to see you. Oh, good to see you. And um, so I like where we're headed with this. I think that when we when we talk about this to all the time, and and in our, in other words, what people should ask an advisor, but what we've got here are the no's. These are the no's that you run up against a lot, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. And you know, I, I think the other thing is is that everybody just assumes that all financial advisors are the same, right? You guys are all the exact same, and. There, there's nothing further than the truth. I mean, well, it, I know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Steve, how long have you been doing this? Right. I mean, you've met all kinds of advisors across the United States. Right. And they are not all the same. No. And, and, you know, but people assume, you know, it, it's kind of like when you're remodeling your home and let's say that, you know, you hire a contractor and the first contractor comes in and is a total mess, makes us is, is a total slob. And, just makes a mess of everything. And you think, okay, I'm done with this guy. Who's the next, right? And then the next one comes in and they do a horrible job. And now you start to think all contractors are bad, but that's absolutely not the truth because look at how many things that are built out there that are absolutely beautiful. So, you know, you have some really good contractors out there. It just takes a few bad apples. But when you get a bad taste in your mouth about things, then you're thinking, well, this is how it is. And mm-hmm. that's just not the truth. So one of the pushbacks or one of the reasons for not working with an advisor is, well, I'm a DIYer. I'm a do-it-yourself guy, and I don't need any help. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I mean, and when we see do-it-yourself, a lot of times it looks like you did it yourself. (laughs) And, you know, um, I was actually in commercial floor covering for 14 years. My mom was actually a financial advisor who owned two tax works offices, and I would help her out when I slowed down in the winter. That's kind of how I got into this business. So I knew a lot about this business even before I became licensed back in 2001. But the bottom line was we did uh, commercial floor covering. We did a lot of hotels up and down the East Coast, and I had you know a couple guys that worked with me. Long story short, a friend of mine who is so cheap cheap as as the day is long and he says to me he goes hey i want to tile my basement i'm like okay i said look i said i'll tell you what i said you pick out the material i said all you have to do is pay for my guy i said i'll lay it and then just you know pay my guy you know his time which was more than fair i'm doing it for free right um all he has to do is pay my helper right and uh, he's got to buy the material. So uh, he calls me up and he's like, hey, I want you to come over to my house. So I, I go over to the house and he goes, I did the tile myself. Come on down. Let me show you. <laughs> and so I go down to the basement and I, you know, I'm not even to the bottom of the stairs. And I look at the floor and I'm like, and it's it's wavier than the ocean. It looks terrible. And he goes, what do you think? I did it myself. And I said, Scott, 
it looks like you did it yourself. <laughs> and, you know, he, he, you know, he thought it looked great. I thought it looked terrible. And the thing is with my eye or a lot of people's eye is that when you see something that is off, like let's say a crooked piece of tile, you will never not see that crooked piece of tile. And, and it was just, I mean, not only was it wavy, it was just crooked. It wasn't straight. It just, it was terrible to look at. And you have to remember that that was something that pretty much he's going to have in there for a very, very long time. And it's just like your finances. You're going to have that portfolio for a very long time. And so a lot of times we look at something where somebody did themselves. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of missed opportunity in so many different ways. Um, you know, accumulation is one thing. Um, looking at your tax situation is another thing. Managing your tax brackets is a whole other thing. Outpacing inflation, um, worried about f future required minimum distributions, understanding your several different buckets of income that you're going to create. There's so many different things that people are not able to look at. And the one thing about do-it-yourself is the one thing that gets in your way more than anything is your emotions. And people just don't understand how emotions wreak havoc with decisions that we make with our own money. Of course. And and again, the the do-it-yourselfer is, again, thinking, well, they don't have access to the things that you do, right? In right, other words, right. in the, all the options that you have, all the options that you give us when you put a plan together, the average do-it-yourselfer has no idea how to access that. And, and in many cases, can't. Right. And there's, I mean, it's it's so time it just, it, it takes time mm -hmm. and it's, it, and it's like, you know, that's why it's a team of us that really surrounds a client with, with their needs, because I mean, there's so many moving parts that each individual has. There's no way that one person can do it. You know, it's just like the one man shop anymore. You know, th mm -hmm. those days are, are gone or they will be gone. You know, where you go into a financial advisor, Oh, I want tax planning, financial planning, income planning. I want you to manage my portfolio. And he's trying to do that for how many clients? That's impossible. Right. The one man shop is just dying. Sure. Um, and they still exist out there, you know, but but I don't think that people realize how much work it actually takes, how much effort, time, software, um, planning and everything that it takes to, you know, take care of a client. So these are things that we really have to take a look at. 800-779-1942. If you'd like him, Eric and his team to take a look at your plan and to tell you what you need to do, or maybe it's perfect already and, and they'll just send you on your way. You'll do that, right? Oh yeah. I mean, we've seen that too, you know, where people come in, I'm like, Hey, actually everything looks great. And a lot of times people will still say, okay, we still want to work with you. And that's great. We, we're, sure. we're, we're okay with that. But you know, for, for the most part, there's still a lot of things, you know, a lot of people that are coming in that we can fix an awful lot of things for them. So. Well, one of the other pushbacks that you get is, well, I'm already retired. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, just because you're in retirement already doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, all your options are gone for what you have to invest in or as far as planning even goes. I mean, if you think about just tax planning alone, you're still going to have taxes in retirement that you have to take care of. How are you planning for those? The future of your retirement. If you if you just decided to retire and let's say you're 65, you could still have a good 25 years down the line of actual investments and investment changes, um, income options as well, building out those different income options for you. And we talk a lot about on the show where, you know, people retire with a lump sum of money and that's it. They don't know what this lump sum is meant to do for them. How is it going to be invested? What type of income are you actually going to get from that amount of money? So just because you've reached that stage of retirement, the work is not done, right? The work is constantly happening. And when we're working with the client, 
we're working on that portfolio. Don is working on their plan 24-7. It doesn't end just because they've actually made it to retirement. It's just that they're at a different phase of their life. They're no longer maybe accumulating like they were while they're working, but now they're decumulating and actually getting those paychecks from their account. Well, and and again, these are the kinds of things that that people don't realize. And, and I think that well, I'm not, let me ask you this. So how, you work with a lot of retired people already, and they come to you after they've retired. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, that's very true. I mean, you know, they're like, honestly, Eric, like this one on the back burner. I'm, I'm now retired. I don't know if I'm ready to retire, right? I mean, people don't really understand if they truly are ready to retire financially. They're just like, I was working so hard, and all of a sudden I got laid off, or I just decided, you know, I'm done working. Maybe I have to go back to work. I mean, people really don't know if they have enough money to retire on, um, even when they are retired. And so people are coming into me like that. The other thing that I would say is, you know, my mom's birthday was yesterday. She turned 87 years old. And uh, again, I said earlier in the show that my mom owned two tax works offices and was a licensed financial advisor. The thing is, is that 87 years old today couldn't care less about the stock market, right? Just wants to know, hey, do I have enough money? I'm like, yeah, mom, you got enough money. Are you sure? Yeah. And that's that's how detailed that conversation goes, you know, and then we're, we're on to the next thing. So the bottom line is, is that, you know, as we get older, we don't have the time or do we want the effort to put into that? And that's where the fiduciary responsibility really comes in, because like I said, you are taking over the financial responsibility for this person. And that's what we have to realize and be, and be aware of. And that's why the financial plan and the income plan is so important. It's so crucial. It's so um, vital that we're actually taking a look at their spending habits, um, taking into account both regular inflation and also medical inflation, because over time, that does creep in. Mm-hmm. 800-779-1942 is the number. One of the other pushbacks, uh, I, you just alluded to this, just about your mom. I don't really think about finances. I don't want to know. People, I'm just going to put my head in the sand. I had a brother like that. Just refuse to look at anything money-wise. Well, there's a lot of people like that. And, I, and I've had this conversation with a lot of my friends. I don't care about money. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. I mean, that's the biggest bunch of BS out there. I mean, come on. It's like you just don't want to think that you care about money, right? And and you think it's cool. Oh, I don't really care about money. Oh, really? Look at your lifestyle. Tell me you don't care about your lifestyle because your lifestyle is what's funded by your money. And we <laughs> yes. all care about our lifestyle. So maybe you don't care about money, but you certainly care about your lifestyle. You care about what you drive. You care about what you live. You care about your vacation and things like that. So these those are the things that we really have to take a look into. So when somebody makes that comment to me, it's rather comical to me. And basically what they're saying is, is that I really don't understand my finances. So I'm just going to say money's not important to me. Um, but I will tell you this, you know, I'm often asked what the wealthy do differently. What the wealthy do differently is they pay attention to their money. They understand their money. They like to understand what's happening with their money, why it's invested, how it's going to affect them. So there's a lot of things that are going on with that. And so there are a lot of people that do care about their money. And trust me, there's a person in the family that does care about money. The other person may say that they don't care about money, but again, it, they're they're paying attention to, can I maintain this lifestyle for sure? Well, speaking of lifestyle, if you'd like to have your lifestyle maintained, now's the time to give Eric and Joseph a call and, and have that conversation. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. 
We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great, Joseph. And that's why we give you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. No cost, no obligation. You're going to find out how much risk you're taking, if there are any red flags that might be a problem for you down the line. But do you really know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? Let them take a deep dive and find out. What about tax liabilities? And of course, a lifetime retirement income plan. And if you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, please pick up the phone right now. Give us a call, 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're back with more on WealthWorks Radio right after this. We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall and uh, having a good show. We're going through reasons why people say no to a financial advisor or that they don't they feel they can do things better on their own. Uh, I'm going to go to this one uh, we missed in the last segment because this is a good one. I get all my financial advice from my friends, family, and the water cooler. Yeah, I've seen that before. I'll bet you have. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's terrible because, you know, you have to remember if one person makes a bad decision and they're passing it on to the next and the next and the next, how many people end up having bad information? And so we've seen this a lot of times where people come in with, you know, a, a 401k. I've sat in money market because that's what the person sitting across from me does. That's what I was supposed to do. And so all of a sudden, you know, I'll, I'll go back to uh, 2003. And I met a woman who worked at a local college and she had been uh, contributing to her 403B for over 20 years. All the money went into the money market fund. Oof. So she had absolutely no growth whatsoever. And I was just like, I was amazed because I was like, well, how did you get this? And she goes, well, me and the girl at work, we just did the same thing. We, we decided to look at our retirement on our own. And you know, the thing was, is that when we started investing our money, all of a sudden, you know, it started growing. She's like, I can't believe how much it's growing. But then at the same time, on the other hand, she's like, oh, now I really realize how much opportunity I missed out on. So, sure. you know, a second opinion is it can be huge for a lot of people. It can be game changing. Um, and that's why we always say, look, you got to meet with three different financial advisors, find the one that's a right fit for you. And see if you truly do need a second opinion. You know, there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of missing things. People that have million-dollar portfolios, multi-million-dollar portfolios that do not have an income plan, that do not have a tax plan, that do not have a financial plan. And when we give them everything that they've never had, they're like, geez, Eric, I never knew all this stuff existed. Now I see how much I'm actually missing. And so, again, when you're getting, you know, advice from friends and family, um, not really a good avenue to go down. 800-779-1942 if you'd like to get some advice from uh, some fiduciary advisors like Joseph and Eric. Um, so here's another one. I, I just don't know where to start. This is very intimidating and scary, and I'm just going to ignore it. Yeah, I think it's a lot of scary for many people because they don't know where to start, right? But it's just, 
that first step is making that phone call, sitting down and actually having that interview with an advisor, making sure that there's no cost, no obligation for actually doing so. And I think, and Eric can even uh, attest to this, is that there's a lot of relief after that first meeting for a lot of people Mm -hmm. rather than people being scared, right? Because you're scared of the unknown. And But when you actually sit down and you actually put this into somebody's hands to start to put together a plan and you know that there's actual professional taking care of this for you, that's going to provide a lot of relief to you for that unknown, right? Mm-hmm. The longer you wait and you don't look at it, it's just going to get worse and worse. Of course right? it But is. when you actually sit down and you're like, all right, let's get this done. Let me just see where I'm at. Let me see what changes I need to make. That's a huge relief to a lot of people because they could actually see that in black and white and it's no longer an unknown to them, which makes it 10 times scarier. Sure, sure. And uh, one of the other ones, I I like this one because, uh, well, I've got a 401k. I've had it for years. That's my plan. Yeah. And a lot of people think that that is the plan, you know, but a lot lot of times you're just headed towards a highly taxable situation Mm -hmm. because you just keep plunking that money in the 401k. But, you know, now you have a Roth 401k available. You might have a Roth plan um, available outside of there. So there's a lot of different things that you can really consider that we need to to take a look at. Sure. And uh, because that's because a 401k is great, but it's not a plan. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there, there's so much more involved with that because eventually you got to start pulling from that. How are you going to pull from that? And that's really where the financial plan comes into play. And sure. the funny thing is, is how many times, Eric, do you hear from somebody that says, well, I got a 401k and you say, well, what's it invested in? And they say, the 401k. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it's just the vehicle. What's it actually invested in? Right. Right. And some people can't even answer that. That's well, no, true. I would think the majority of people can't answer that. I, I couldn't at the time. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, is that I, I, I do get it because, you know, sometimes I come in and I'm like, gosh, why don't people know more about their money? But, you know, like when I go shop for medical insurance and health insurance, I think to myself, this is so overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know? And like, am I, am I doing the right thing? And it's like, am I picking this? Like, how healthy am I? How often do I go to the doctor? You know, it's like, you don't know, you know? And so, I mean, it goes back to that stupid saying, which I always thought was stupid, but you don't know what you don't know. You don't know <laughs> until you know it. Until you know it, you know? And so it's like, you literally have to get into healthcare insurance and really start answering, you know, or asking questions and, and getting things figured out. But so I think for a lot of people, this just is overwhelming, but it's not as simple as just contributing to your 401k. It's, it's, you have to manage it and you have to understand where it's going, you know, in the next five, 10, 15, 20 years. So yeah, there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. I mean, you know, with financial planning, there's a lot of moving parts. There really is. And, and, and it is difficult to do it on your own and, you know, working with an advisor, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not always perfect. You know, you're, you're good. You know, look at the volatility that's in the markets lately. I mean, it is not always easy, but the thing is, is then the financial plan, you're always considering all of your assets. You're taking a look at everything. You're trying to make uh, very good decisions based on imperfect information, and you're trying to be as pragmatic as possible. So it's not always going to be perfect, but long-term, you should be in a significantly better position um, through financial planning and income planning because you're headed towards a direct goal or objective. And a lot of people just don't understand that. It's it's very difficult to look into the future when they're stuck on today. Very well said. Social Security, we don't talk a lot about Social Security on the show, but a lot of people believe that, well, you know, if I haven't saved enough, well, the Social Security is going to fill the gap. It's no big deal. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is 
how do you even know what that gap is if you haven't actually sat down and created (laughs) that income plan? Great point. Right. I mean, that's the first thing is that you need to know how much you're actually going to need in retirement, how much income you're going to be receiving from your investment accounts to even know what that gap is going to be. And actually covering that gap is a big part of income planning and financial planning where you're figuring out, okay, here's what my expenses are. Here's what inflation tacked onto that looks like. Here's what taxes look like when you add them on to Social Security and in the future, because a lot of people also don't factor in taxes and the kind of the unknown of taxes that they're going to be changing. We don't know exactly what they're going to change into, but more than likely, they're just going to get worse. And a big part of that is because of Social Security, right, to keep Social Security going. So it's definitely not the end all be all. And when it was first created, it was never meant to be that for people, right? right. It was never meant to be a primary source of retirement. It was supposed to just be a, you know, a small supplement for individuals. So it's definitely, again, just like the 401k is one tool. Social security is another tool that gets factored into your overall plan. A lot of discussion today about Social Security and what it is, what it isn't, what it's going to be, when will it be this different thing. But that has to factor in as well when you start talking Social Security. And I I read a story uh, this week that was talking about how the baby boomers rule the roost right now when it comes to voters and it comes to Social Security. But that is quickly changing. And it's going to be the Gen Xers and the millennials that, that take over. And they see things very differently than the baby boomers. Yeah, not only that, you know, as far as Social Security and how much is getting paid out to the baby boomers, though, that's going to drastically affect how taxes are, you know, play out in mm-hmm. the future as well. I know, Steve, we talked about last week on the show um, where, you know, it was 42 workers were paying into Social Security where when one person was claiming it. Now it's two workers are paying into Social Security and one person is actually taking Social Security. That's a huge difference, right? Sure. So people talk about it going belly up. It's not going to necessarily go belly up, but taxes for everybody else who's still working or maybe even in retirement or having to pay taxes on accounts like 401ks or IRAs, those are going to get raised in order to keep Social Security funding and flowing to those people. So it definitely does have a drastic effect. Sure it does. 800-779-1942. I've saved enough for retirement. I'm okay. I'm good on a fixed income. Yeah, I mean, if you're good on a fixed income, this is where it comes into what type of lifestyle do you really want to live, right? I mean, if you're good on a fixed income now while you're working, is that really the type of retirement you want in the future, right? Are you really going to enjoy yourself? Are you going to be taking the trips that you want to you know, take? Are you going to be spending enough time with, with family? That's a big part of financial advising and planning as well. You know, the numbers are one side of it, but also making sure that you're achieving the lifestyle you want to achieve and not having to worry about money is the other side of it. So, you know, you may be good on a fixed income, but also is that taking into account for inflation? Is that taking into account for taxes? What about a long-term care event? That might throw that completely out of whack, right? So we're running all these different variables in there on top of making sure that you're truly living the life that you want to live. Well, I think also people got used to, you know, um, lower interest rates too. So, um, you know, uh, it was a completely a different market. And now that interest rates are going up, it's it's wreaking havoc in a lot of the bond markets and everything. So, you know, interest rate changes have changed everything as well, because all of a sudden, you know, now all of a sudden you see CD rates getting a little bit better. But, you know, um, I just think that people really don't understand the the changing tides that happen in the market. And so they think, you know, fixed in- income is okay. But inflation has been through the absolute roof lately. And not only normal inflation, but, you know, medical inflation has always been through the roof. So there's a lot of people that just are not paying attention 
of all the events that are happening and they, they get so comfortable that they don't really make any changes to anything. And I think that that is a real mistake. Sure. Well, and uh, one final one, I, I don't want to be sold a product as a payday from someone or something in a company that again, that's, that's fair, but there's so much more to it than that. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. I mean, if you're just being a sold a product, right? Mm -hmm. And I've always said this in the past where you sold a product or where you provided with a solution and the, the bottom line is, is that a lot of times you're going into an office and they're looking to sell you a commission product. But what you really want to do is somebody, you want to go in there and you want the person to ask you a lot of questions, do a full financial plan, a full income plan, and then purpose determines placement. The purpose of your life, of your money is going to determine the placement of your investments. I mean, that makes sense. Um, there's a lot of times where people are just trying to build you a portfolio and you're just trying to perform your way through retirement. That's impossible. And, and you, you can't do it that way. You need to have that sense of planning. Well, folks, if you'd like some help with that planning, now's the time to give Eric and Joseph a call and come on in and, and sit down and have the conversation. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for, you, built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great. Joseph, let's go ahead and make that call, 800-779-1942. That's the goal here at the show is to help you make the best decision for you. So if you've got questions about the things we've been talking about, maybe how it applies in your own situation, it's a phone call away, 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. A quick break. We're coming back with lots more with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza on WealthWorks Radio. We're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric is an independent fiduciary, as is Joseph Lanza. Uh, Eric is president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph Lanza alongside Eric and is a key part of the operation. And uh, you have been, boy, you just had a birthday too recently, Joseph. So happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. Yeah. You are but a youngster. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm working my way up. There. Ah, you are. Yeah. No, you're doing great. Um, so this is going to be fun. We, we often talk about, I mean, you guys often bring up individual cases, um, but we thought it might be fun to just, just draw names out of a hat, not names necessarily, but just numbers out of a hat and ages and, and just put together a plan based on this information that, that we made up. But it's, it's similar to what a lot of people are dealing with. So let me set up the first one. Uh, a couple, 63, 64 years old. They're going to retire in six months. The 63-year-old has a 401k, a 403b. 64-year-old has a pension and a 401k. Now, both have maximized their contributions. Other investments include stocks, bonds, T-bills, gold, annuity, and real estate. Now, they have no outstanding debt. Two adult children that live in the same state as they do, and they want to visit them often during their retirement. Now, to me, that looks like they're in pretty good shape. Yeah, I mean, we don't know exactly how good of shape because there's one big key missing uh, that? here, and that's that 
what's their budget, right? What do they actually uh, yes. need? What's right. the numbers? What's right? their lifestyle? Start, start running that income plan to figure out that lifestyle, right? Because while it may look like they're you know doing great from a financial planning standpoint, this is a, a 63 and a 64-year-old who are about to retire, right? So that means that we could have you know 27 to 33 years of income need from this portfolio, okay. from their asset, which could be, you know, depending on how much that is, could be very substantial. And the other side of that is how they're actually invested, right? So they see that they both, you know, 401ks and also 403bs. We need to see how those are invested, how they're planning to invest those. And that's where we get our, you know, we start running our portfolio blueprint, which we run for every single person who comes into our office, which basically just gives us a basic report of their investments, where they're currently at, how relevant is it to the market. It identifies a lot of key metrics that we look at as money managers to see how well they're doing. It's like running a diagnostic on that car Mm -hmm. to really figure out. And we go over this with each client. Um, Some key points that we kind of notice in this situation is uh, with tax planning, right? So if they're both maxing out their contributions or they did max out their contributions to their 401ks and 403bs, if those weren't into the Roth portion, we know that they're going to have a large tax bill in the future. If majority of their income is going to need to come from those 401ks, well, that's going to be all taxable income to them. So really, a good point to make is about six is about 70 to 80% of that 401k is really only yours. Right? Okay. The, other, the other 20 or 30% is really owned by the government until you pull that money out. So we really need to sit down, figure out a budget for them, how much they really need to uh, take from their accounts and spend in retirement, and then also look at some tax planning for them. How can we actually reduce this tax liability that they're going to have in the future? Mm-hmm. But again, these are the kinds of things, that, the puzzle pieces that you just love putting together. Yeah, because everybody's situation is a little bit different, right? Right. So no, there's no no such thing as a cookie cutter plan, nope. right? So everybody's situation, they have different needs, all their money's in different places, different amounts, uh, different investments. So actually coming together and figuring out that plan, and when you find that answer for that person, it's so satisfying, right? Because it is completely customizable to their situation. You know, not every single person is going to have the same answer as the last person. Right? Sure. It's going to be different. That is the number to call. Let's see. We're going to go on to another one. I like the situation. Here's a 71-year-old man. He's got $900,000 saved for retirement, and he is uh, calling it quits in 30 days. This is a big challenge. Uh, He's saved in a 401k, uh, uh, contributing to the limit, um, and he has contributed steadily for 20 years. He's single in good health. He's got two kids. Uh, he's also got some stocks, bonds, commodities, real estate, precious metals, and an annuity. Uh, he's got three kids who live in different states, and he wants to be active during his retirement to visit them when he wants uh, and then save money for the future as well, travel on his own as well as in retirement. This is a big deal. Is, is, this, a, is this a typical or is this atypical? I would say that this is pretty typical. Okay. Um, you know, you know, it's like, and you know, when people say I have precious metals and annuities, you know, the thing is, is that you really have to take a look at that because mm-hmm. somebody will literally say I have five coins in my bedside drawer, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay, well, you know, what kind of gold are we talking about here? You know, like, right. you know, and so, uh, you know, my, my mom had these <laughs> for one of the hurricanes, my mom had these old gold coins and she's running around the house while I'm during the hurricane, you know, I'm like, you know, they're probably worth like five grand, but you know, to her, they were like, but it's gold, yes. you know? And I'm like, well, it's like five grand, you know? And I'm not saying that five grand is not a lot of money, but 
there's a lot more other things that you could be grabbing in this house rather than, you know, those. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so, um, you know, th this is pretty normal. But like I said, again, you've got to forecast everything. You've got to factor in um, inflation. You've got to factor in health care. Health care can really come out of left field and, and knock you out. But sure. like I said, you know, you, you want to take a look at um, asset protection, estate planning. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to do transfers of generational wealth to your children? How are you going to do that the most efficiently way, uh, way possible? And I'll tell you what, we just lost a client a couple weeks ago. Um, very long-term client. Um, rest in peace, J JD. Um, great guy. And, um, you know, but the thing is, is that he already did all of his transfers of generational wealth to his children. It was as smooth as can be. We worked with him with Donna Crone, our, our certified financial planner. Everything went to his children so smoothly. And so, again, you know, he passed away. It was sad. But again, there's not the whole emotional thing about where all this money is going. Through the estate plan, we knew where everything was going. And so again, super smooth transaction, and um, it just it makes it easier for everyone. So I think this gentleman is pretty well set. I would still do income planning and tax planning and also financial planning just to make sure that there's a smooth transition for wherever his money does go. Sure. Well, and at 71, you mentioned healthcare, and that's, I mean, things can go wrong very quickly at that age. Very quickly. I mean, like I said, I mean, we always talk about the client that we, well, the, the prospective client that we never ended up taking on, but you know, it was, it was an older couple and they were in their late eighties and they were taking care of a um, disabled child and their portfolio went from $3 million down to $700,000. And, you know, I mean, they were just depleting it and there's nothing I could do for them. And, you know, the sad thing is, is that you could actually see that portfolio dwindling, at, you know, as, as it was going through, but the advisor didn't do anything and they actually had several advisors on the account and nobody really paid attention. So you have to understand, you know, that, that you can bleed through this money very quickly. Sure. And, and again, the, uh, so plus at 71, he's got to start planning for RMDs. Right. right. I mean, they're, they're coming right up at 73. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. Um, so you think you can, uh, you, you could probably help him then, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he'd be a great planning candidate. I mean, that's what we take a look at. You know, like I said, I mean, just going through the financial plan is, is it's actually an eye opening event for a lot of people. They're like, I never knew this. I never mm -hmm. thought about this. There's again, there's so many moving parts that there's so many things that people don't think about. And if they just take the time to sit down with us with a, with a financial planner, it changes everything. Sure. All right. Uh, well, good for him. And uh, we've got one more case study that we're going to talk about. This is a bit younger, uh, a 59-year-old, 61-year-old couple. They plan to retire at the ages of 65 and 67. They both have 401ks through their respective employers. Other investments include stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. They've got no kids, and they would like to travel to all seven continents upon retirement. Well, that's a goal. That's a bucket list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, that's a big bucket so list. So what do we do? Walk through this. Uh, again, this is one thing that we're going to sit down. We're going to take a look at both their 401ks. We're going to take a look at the performance of them. We're going to see the allocation of them. At the same time, what we're going to do is start to build out a financial plan and an income plan. So really what we're doing is, is we're setting up a personal financial blueprint just on their investments. And I see that they actually have mutual funds. Mutual funds would be a really good one to take a look at because a lot of times it's kind of outdated. You might have high net expense ratios in there and people don't even realize that they're paying those. So a lot of times, you know, we want to take a look at the bonds. Are they a bond fund or are they an individual bond? 
You want to take a look at the stocks. You want to take a look at the quality of the portfolio. And at the same time, you want to start to build a plan of the time frame that they want to visit all seven continents. And what you're doing is, is you're creating a budget of how much each trip is going to cost and then uh, figuring out where that money's going to come from. So even though they don't have children, and this happens quite a bit, you want to make sure that they can still maintain that lifestyle going forward without any glitches. Of course. And and again, as you take, a, because they're a bit younger, I mean, you've got to take diversification into account. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, they're, they're 59 and 61. So they're still in a great accumulation stage. And Aha, that's what we have point. to realize. Yeah. And so again, with the mutual funds, you know, you might be able to get into an exchange traded fund that probably might might perform a little bit better, but more than likely is definitely cheaper than an actual mutual fund. So you want to consider that too. And then they talk about annuities, uh, which could turn into long-term care considerations. That's something else that, again, a little bit younger, that's the time to talk about these things. Yeah. I mean, if she's 59 years old, you know, I mean, you, you can factor in, she literally could live another 30 years easily. You mm -hmm. know, 30 years only takes her to 89. Obviously, we just talked about my mom just turning 87. Uh, I don't see any reasons why my mom wouldn't live another two or three years, you know? Sure. So the thing is, is that that is something that we definitely have to consider for sure. And again, boy, these are three case studies, and, and I really like how you just kind of lay it all out there. But that's what you do with everybody. You, you literally take these puzzle pieces and, and you get great joy in putting them together for folks. Yeah, and that's what it is. I mean, you know, money is just a combination, and you're, you're, you're just trying to figure out the combination for each different client. And there's a lot of different ways to get there. But the bottom line is, is that the common denominator is through strategic financial planning. That's really what we're taking a look at. So I think that that's a critical factor. And I think that that's also something that a lot of people do not have out there as well. Sure. Well, you mentioned common denominator that, I mean, again, just in and of itself, the, the, um, to, to have that kind of plan in place, you are going to be able to, to have that kind of retirement. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and, and what people want to know is that their goals and objectives are always known, right? We're, we're keeping those in check of what's important to you. And then again, the markets are always going to change. I mean, look at all the crap that's going on in this world right now. It is always changing. If it's not one thing, it's another. And so, um, um, you know, we have to be aware of that. And no matter what's going on in the world, you have to worry about your own personal economy. Well, folks, if you want to worry about, if you are worried about your own personal economy, sit down with Joseph and Eric and really map it all out. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out, your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review valued at over $1,000 
We'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great, folks. Do take advantage of the opportunity to come on in, sit down, and get that financial roadmap put together. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And this is a chance for you to get a better handle on your own financial situation. Yeah, find out what your investments are really costing you, what are future tax implications, and how you can securely generate income from the money that you've saved all the way through retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. One more break, and we're back with another segment here on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza and Eric Carney. We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza having a good time today. We I love those case studies. Those are fun things, and and uh, I think people like to hear that too because it's they're they're as much about them as it is about the you know the the fictitious people that we're talking about. Yeah, and you know it's it's always funny too because you know people come in and they're like, oh, my neighbor's doing this, or my friend told me this, and it's like it's kind of like a gambler, you know, like they're going to say, you're not going to believe how much I won last week. Right. Yeah. But they never tell you the bad part about it, you know? And so, you know, when the markets are down and people are like, Oh, I'm making money in this. It's like, well, I don't know about that, yeah. you know? And so, I mean, we see so many different people come in with so many different situations. It's like, I mean, I have a pretty good idea of what's going on out there, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, like I said, we follow a lot of the national money managers. We kind of understand what their rates of return are. Um, I'm very aware of their portfolios. So it's like, you know, there's nothing, you know, out there that is just like so impressive that it's like, wow, you know? Um, you know, when, when the markets get sour, you know, they get sour. And the thing is, is that you really just have to have an advisor that is, staying on top of it. And there's, you know, a lot of people who feel like their advisor's not looking at anything. And uh, we, we've seen that so much in the past. So I think that that's why we've been so busy. Um, you know, people are really calling us looking for a second opinion. They're looking for, you know, more positive forward progression in their, in their financial portfolio. Um, and so uh, again, you know, this is something that you have to take serious. You know, when you get to retirement, you want to make sure that all your bases are covered. I mean, in the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot going on in the financial world. And so, you know, bond rates hit the 10-year treasury hit, uh, what, a new high or yeah, at least a high, high that, yeah, that it yeah. hasn't seen in years. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, on and top of that. mortgage rates are 8%. I mean, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's interesting, too, when you take a look at the real estate world, I mean, signs are actually going up in people's yards now of homes that are for sale. You For years, you did not see real estate signs in someone's front yard. And, you know, it's interesting. You see the pickup truck with all the uh, real estate signs in the back of the truck with the guys, you know, the realtor says, hey, go put, put a sign on this one. You never saw those for years. And now those guys are popping back up again. And now, you know, houses are sitting on the market significantly longer. And they're actually putting up a sign saying, hey, the, the, this house is for sale. And so the tides are changing in the real estate world for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I think the prices are still outrageous. And, and again, people are trying to get top dollar. And now all of a sudden you're paying top mortgage rates. And, and it's, a, it's a little ridiculous. Sure. I think the real estate musical chairs has almost come to an end. And what I mean by that is, you know, people would come down here. I don't know where all this money came from, to be honest with you. But my God, um, you know, people were paying cash for homes left and right. Yeah. But I, I think that that money has all been 
sucked up now because people that had the cash have bought a house and those days, you know, are not as popular as they used to be. So, um, yeah, with rising interest rates, it's going to change everything. And, and, you know, you know, you used to be able to get a, a vehicle for dirt cheap and now all of a sudden, you know, interest rates on that have gone up as well. So sure. it definitely is changing. And now all of a sudden you have all this stuff happening over in Israel to throw that on top of it. Uh, of course. Um, so, you know, kind of interesting. I saw a real estate sign. You talk about signs, and, and I certainly do see some, but I'd never seen this one before that said uh, um, contract pending, backup offers accepted. Ah, interesting. I mean, you know, just kind of cover uh -huh. their bases. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I mean, if, if you're ever on Instagram and you see all these real estate um, uh, shorts that they have on there, they're pretty funny because it even mentions that real realtors really had it made for the past three years. Yeah. You know, they almost got cocky a little well, bit. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and now all of a sudden, you know, they actually have to, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a little bit different for it. That Pound way. the street a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All yep, right. So. 800-779-1942 is the number you can call. We've got some questions from listeners, and uh, Wendy is up first. She's in Ava. Um, no, I'm sorry. She's in Alva. Alva. Uh, Alva. Yeah. Um, and so she says, in 2021, I rolled over a 403B plan from a previous job into an IRA, then made a Roth conversion of the full amount. It was under $10,000. Obviously, that conversion makes the full amount income. Is there a particular IRS form that I need to file for this? Thanks. Yeah, so there's it's called Form 8606, and normally this is just going to come from the 1099-R that the custodian sends over when you actually do that rollover. So when she performed that rollover, it should have been put right on that 1099-R, and then she just files that Form 8606 right on the taxes. Um, and depending on if there was taxes withheld from the actual conversion or not is also going to go into the calculation for how much she owes on that because it is going to be taxed all as ordinary income. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good to know. And I think people sometimes overlook that. Yeah, a lot of people don't, you know, they want to make Roth conversions in one year. Right? Sure. They want to convert oh, a, yeah, we know, all do. Five, but... $600,000 account all into a Roth in one year. Well, that's ordinary income, right? So that could bump you into many tax brackets uh, <laughs> yes, depending exactly. on how much you're making for that year. So you definitely have to be strategic about how you perform those conversions. Wendy, give us a call. Sit down with Eric and, and Joseph, 800-779-1942. Leslie has a question uh, in Englewood. Leslie says, why is the recommended percentage of my portfolio devoted to stocks any different at the beginning of my career than at the start of retirement? I don't understand why I should reduce my exposure to stocks when I retire as I still will have 30 years of investing ahead of me. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, right now, you know, you feel like, you know, you still can be equity driven. And, and I appreciate that because like, I like to be equity driven myself. Um, but the bottom line is that you have to understand, you know, everyone's risk tolerance is different and we actually have to fully respect that because the thing is is that when you lay your head at on your pillow at the end of the night you don't want to have to think about your money and you know the smart thing about you leslie is is that you do realize you still have 30 years of investing ahead of you and so that's the other thing that we have to take a look at as well so again you know everybody's risk tolerance is completely different um there, there's some people that want to find an alternative to stocks and start to reduce their stock market exposure over time um, my mom, you know, again, is 87 years old, owns Tesla, Google, Amazon, and loves it, you know? Um, so like I said, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that just have different ways of investing and we have to figure that out. And, sure. and let me add this part to that too, because 
when you first start your career, you have you know 60 or 70 years looking down the future of investing for you. But the big difference, too, is that you're more than likely contributing to that account while you're working, right? So when the market ebbs and flows, goes up and down, you're constantly buying in or dollar cost averaging in. So when the market goes down and you're still working, great, buy some more, right? You're automatically getting and contributing to that account. Now you get into retirement and the exact opposite happens. Not only does your time frame of investing shorten, but also now you're having to pull income from this account. You're no longer adding, you're actually taking from. So then sequence of returns risk gets affected in there too, where, yeah. you know, if there's a, if there's a big downswing in your equities or stocks in the market and you still have to pull income from that, well, that can affect, it's almost like we talked about compound losses, right? Pulling from the market when the market is low, that can drastically affect the, the life, uh, life expectancy of that account for you. So you have to take into account the sequence of returns in that as well. Of course. I'm glad you mentioned that. 800-779-1942. Leslie, give us a call. Uh, Greg is in Punta Gorda wondering in retrospect. Yeah, Greg's got a problem here. Uh, in retrospect, I probably made a mistake by not electing to have a spousal benefit for my wife on my military pension, but I can't go back and change it now. How do I make sure that she has enough remaining assets to live on, assuming that I die first or that she, she doesn't kill him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is this has actually happened in the past, and it's kind of an awkward conversation in the meeting. But there's a lot of ways that you actually can correct this, because what you want to do is somehow create phantom income that in case Greg does pass away first, that that income will still go to his wife. And so, again, there's a lot of different ways that you can actually do this. Um, and this is where strategic financial income planning comes in to make sure that no matter what happens, the wife is able to move forward um, without the, that that pension from the husband. So um, th this has happened several times. You know, we, we've seen this a lot where people are like, I just wasn't thinking. Um, and, and you're right. Once you make that election, you cannot go back and change it. So. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of ways to correct it. We just have to figure out how to do that. Yeah, that's a big decision with the whole pension thing if you're fortunate enough to have one. It is. You've got to pay attention to longevity for both of you. Um, you have to take a look at your lifestyle. I mean, and there's no way, you know, anyone is going to know when we're going to die, right? Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, is that you have to go off of, you know, statistically speaking, you know, what is the outcome of this? But the other thing, too, is that, you know, some people have age differences between them as well you know, sometimes nine and 10 year age differences. And that does play a huge role. And I hate to say this, but there's a lot of people that don't really consider the age difference with their spouse. And that's a huge mistake. Um, and so, you know, nobody wants to understand that, you know, more than likely they're going to pass away way before their spouse. But mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is that more than likely will happen. And so you cannot leave that spouse with, you know, holding the bag financially. Right, exactly. 877 Seven, seven, I'm sorry, 800-779-1942. Um, let's see, we've got time for one more. Let's go to Ron in Marco Island. Uh, Ron says, I'm 65 years old and retired. I've got about $50,000 in debt from loans and credit cards. I'm about to receive $170,000 from my father's estate. Should I pay off all my debt at once? Uh, again, I mean, this is where we take a look at, you know, you're 65 and retired, so you're not going back to work. You have some debt. Um, you received $170,000. You know, the thing is, is that a lot of people want to hyper-focus on paying off debt really quick. But the problem is, is that you don't want to delete a future income-producing asset. And so a lot of times, again, through income planning, financial planning, we can say, look, 
you know, we can pay this down over time and then still keep some of that money from your father because you're going to need it for something else. And so, again, this is where people hyper-focus on the here and the now today, and we're look, really looking at 5, 10, and 15, and 20 years. So, again, you know, um, if you're 65 years old, there's a good chance you could live for another 20 years. You want to make sure that you have more than enough income at a later date. And remember, as we get older, we also get more financially vulnerable, and we've got to be aware of that at all times. 800-779-1942. Give us a call. I'd love to hear from you. And on that note, we have run up against the clock again. Let's wrap it up for today. That's crazy, Steve. Hey, everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the positive feedback. We appreciate all the phone calls that we get every week. If you're out there listening, you feel like you really need a second opinion or you feel like you're out there in a financial no man's land, give us a call today. Let's get that income plan started. Let's give you a second opinion. Let's do a personal financial blueprint. Let's take a look at everything that you're trying to accomplish and see if we can actually build a financial plan for you. So give us a call today. If you're looking for income, we can show you plenty of ways to turbocharge your retirement income. Give us a call today. We're sitting here waiting for you. Can't wait to meet you. 800-779-1942. It starts there. And really the goal of the show, help you get the make the best decision for you. That's what we have. If you have any questions, then give us a call. Find out what we're talking about. Or if you've got questions about your own situation, yes, give us a call. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Again, one of my favorite hours of the week has been for years and uh, it continues. Ah, gentlemen, thank you so much. And everybody out there, thanks again for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Go Dolphins. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. 